During the meal, Uncle Ebenezer spoke very little, and when I tried to talk to him about my future, he fell silent. But all the while, he kept watching me and thinking something secretly. The more I looked at him, the more certain I became that there was something dark and unfriendly going on in his mind. After he had cleared the plates, he sat smoking with his back to me. Um, Davy, there is a wee bit of money that I had promised your father to keep for you, even before you were born. Well, I had kept that money aside and it has now grown to exactly, exactly 40 pounds. If you will step out for a minute just to see what kind of a night it is, then I will get it out and call you again. I went out of the room as he wished. It was a dark night and I heard the moaning of the wind far among the hills. I felt there was something thundery and changeful in the weather. I did not realize how important the weather would be to me that night. When I was calling again, my uncle put seven and thirty golden guineas into my hand. The rest was in his hands in silver coins, but he crammed the change into his pocket. There we go. Take it. I don't want to hear a word of thanks. I'm only doing my duty and it is a pleasure for me to do the right thing for my nephew. Hmm? <laughs> now my uncle had seemed so miserably that I was struck dumb by this sudden generosity and could find no words to thank him. I said I was ready to serve him in any way he wished. Hmm. Very well then, let's begin. He said and pulled out of his pocket a rusty key. There's the key to the stair tower at the far end of the house. You can only go there from the outside for that part of the house is not finished. Go there and set up the stairs and bring me the chest of drawers that's at the top. Um, can I have a light, sir? No, no, no. Lights? There are no lights in my house. Um, very well, sir. Are this just good? Ah, they are grand. Keep to the wall, for there are no banisters. But the stairs are grand. I went out into the moonless night. The wind was still moaning in the distance, but all was silent near the house of Shaws. It had become so dark and that I had to feel along the wall till I came to the door of the stair tower at the end of the unfinished wing. I had got the key into the keyhole and had just turned it when all upon a sudden the whole sky lighted up with a fire like a warning and went black again. 
I groped about in the dark till I touched the wall with my hand and the lowermost rung of the stair with my foot. Minding my uncle's word about banister, I kept close to the tower side and felt my way in the pitch darkness with a beating heart. The house of Shaw's stood some five stories high. As I advanced, it seemed to me that the stairs grew higher and higher, and I was wondering what might be the cause of this change. When there was a second flash of lightning, in that instant, I saw that the steps ahead were of unequal length, and one of my feet rested just two inches from the edge. I, I am so, so scared. <laughs> it's been so many years. My uncle had sent me here purposely to run great risk. That day I swore that I would find out the reason for this and started ascending the stairs with even greater care. Suddenly I came to a turn in the stair when my hand slipped along the stone wall and found nothing but emptiness beyond it. To my horror at that time, I realized the staircase was incomplete and I would have stepped off into emptiness with just one more step. <laughs> the very thought of peril in which I might have stood and the dreadful height I might have fallen brought out the sweat upon my body. But the one thing that I knew was Uncle Ebenezer had sent me here to die. <laughs>